Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I am joined by Susan. Hey guys. Sarah. Hello there. And Diana. Hi, how you guys doing today? These are the hosts of a brand new podcast called Disney Moms Gone Wrong right here on the Geek Freaks Network. This is a podcast that's going to be covering all the Disney movies with a perspective from a mother and a kid that used to watch it. So is there any particular movie you guys are most excited to see? Oh, many. Uh, but I think my favorite would have to be Pocahontas. Um, mm-hmm. I think because throughout, at least the first one, the rest of them don't exist. <laughs> I'm not a fan of. Okay, so the first Pocahontas, it is all about female empowerment and it being in tune with Mother Nature and really learning about your environment, right? Like taking advantage of the natural resources that you have. And unfortunately, we don't see that a lot now. But that's one of my favorite movies and I'm excited to review it. So since you haven't reviewed it yet, let's kind of do some future telling of how this podcast works. So first, what was your take on it as a kid? Were you aware of all the like environmental impact and stuff like that that was important in the movie? Uh, not necessarily. I think as a kid, what really drawed me to that movie was the music to begin with. The music mm-hmm. is amazing in that movie. Um, and Pocahontas as a character, how she is very bold with her actions, with her words, and she stands by what she says. Um, but at the same time, she's also willing to learn new things when it comes to accepting these, like, you know, new people into her town. Okay. Now, as an adult... Obviously, your perceptions have evolved. What are some of the new things that you're getting at? Is that, is that where you're getting the environmental impact? Yeah. And what lesson do you want make sure taught to your son? Pocahontas has a couple songs about, you know, like her. She's connected to like the beavers in the river and how you don't know how high a sycamore she will grow. Like all of that is stuff that I never thought of as a kid. And it put it in perspective as an adult. Um, growing up in a city, I wasn't really exposed to like the forest or mother nature. You know what I mean? I mean, as, as foresty as I got was like the man-made lake here in town. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> it, it was definitely eye-opening. Um, and it made me think about, you know, what am I doing to one, protect the planet that I live on. Right. And, and I'm being conscious about, um, uh, the sustainability of my actions. Like, uh, like how am I? helping or hurting the earth so yeah and and what are you wanting to make sure your son knows uh that we need to protect this earth because we only have one yeah (laughs) so that is a big key aspect of this podcast guys you're seeing susan's uh outtake from when she's a kid like oh it's cool and 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 pocahontas herself Mm -hmm. and then evolving into the story changing from another perspective now uh that's one of the my favorite parts about your guys's podcast uh sarah we're gonna ask the same question for you what are you most excited to visit and which movie do you think is going to age the worst? Oh, okay. Um, so the one I'm most excited to visit, we already did, so tune into the episode, is Beauty and the Beast. Absolutely nice. love. Um, but what I'm excited to do is Emperor's New Groove, because that movie is absolutely hilarious. The one I think that will probably age the worst is Pinocchio. And <laughs> well, that's yeah. funny because that's going to be out soon. <laughs> we did, yes. Listen to that episode when it comes out because watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, 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 no, no, we can't talk about Pinocchio because yeah. that's just bad. 
Pinocchio is a great example. Is there anything in your research that you've learned that you didn't know before about these movies? I think it's more of, um, and I would credit it to Susan and Diana because they are so much better at research than I am because I just sit there and enjoy. Um, and they are really great with the fun facts and the trivia and the director, whereas I'm like, that was an awesome song. Um, <laughs> so I do think like researching and knowing some of like the Easter eggs always lead up to the other Easter eggs or um, what went into the movie that they were making at that particular time where it was as um, Disney was as a company and then where it is in the culture that it was at the time, like Pinocchio pre-World War II, Cinderella after World War II. So it gives that perspective of um, what was going on and was it culturally re relevant or was it not? Yeah, the movie is a slice of time really where you get to feel the impact um on the movie from the outside world and then the movie back onto the world. Pretty interesting. Uh, so researching is obviously important, Diana, for your guys' podcast. Where do you go when you're trying to research about an upcoming movie? Oh, IMDb every time. Um, I, I always start there. They have like quotes, goofs, trivia, hidden Mickeys. Um, some of it I'm like, eh, scroll past. And then some of it I'm right. just like so locked in. And then I look down and it's been 45 minutes and I, here I've spent this time watching the movie and 45 minutes doing, you know, getting lost in the research of things you just didn't realize go into the movie. Yeah. What is your favorite part about Disney movies? Why do you think they last so long? Um, I feel like Disney's a mental escape. Um, and it definitely depends on the movie, but I think that sometimes you just like watch a Disney movie and, you know, for the most part, there's songs and there's, visuals and there's a good storyline behind it and you can just kind of get lost in it for a minute and kind of forget the things that are you know you your shoulders are always full like you always have a full plate you know especially us as parents like there's never even when your kids aren't with you you're a parent like it never stops and like right. disney movies for me especially when my kids are next to me watching them like i do get that break i know my kids are here we're all taken care of and we just get to relax and laugh a little bit together. And I, and I, I thoroughly enjoy that time. Yeah. We have so many other animation studios as well, DreamWorks and, and such. Why have they not been able to take such an iconic role like Disney has? I think that Walt Disney did a fantastic job in, in framing his legacy. He put his stamp on everything. Um, the way his movies tie in together. So mm -hmm. you'll see different pieces of another movie that's coming up or another movie from the past in the next movie. And that in itself makes you want to watch because while you're watching, you're looking for little tidbits. And I do that more now than I ever have. And so when I go back and I find out there's one I missed, well, now I'm back in the movie because I want to yeah. be able to physically see it myself. And I don't think a lot of other um, studios have really put that much thought into it. And really created this legacy that everyone knows. Yeah, it, 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 you could tell there's an extra level of care and effort. The way that you know you could see hints to other movies and and just that much detail. It's pretty neat. Speaking of other uh, studios and stuff like that, we got to ask this question: Bugs Life or Ants? Which is better, Diana? You go first. Bugs Life. Ah, oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if Ants had if Ants had the 3D movie in Disneyland, maybe, but that was it for me. That 
that yeah. that was tough to be a bug. That was classic. Yeah. <laughs> bugs land in general. R.I.P. Big fan of Bugs Land. Yeah. And I will cool. go with Diana. Bugs Life all the way. Oh I had God. like all the merch. I was <laughs> I was flick like I was an ant. All right, Susan. Um, definitely Bugs Life. I was oh just my God. <laughs> just like as they were talking about the she was ant. I was the caterpillar with like the French accent or whatever accent <laughs> he had. <laughs> He's <laughs> my favorite. He's always marching on leaves. Yeah, exactly, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll be a beautiful oh, butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's German, actually. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the German listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm obviously pro Ants. I think it's had a way better cast, and the story was really fun. But nobody agrees with me, so it's okay. Sometimes <laughs> it we make poor time. decisions in our life, and this could be know. one for you. It's okay, Frankie. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to you, Susan. Uh, obviously, you know, the music in Disney is so important. It's very uh, emotional, and that's what it's supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be driving the emotions. Is there any Disney song throughout your listening career or watching career, really, that you think has emotionally impacted you the most? You know, if you look at whether it's um, Pixar or original Disney movies, like they always have that one song that kind of just like tugs at your heart. But yeah. as you're saying this question to me, what instantly pops into my head is the song from Moana uh, at mm -hmm. the end where she's like giving Tafiti her heart back and she like does the song where, you know, she's like, this is not who you are. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like <laughs> getting emotional here. That's <laughs> like, this is so true. Like, and I can put it, I can apply this song to my own personal life. And I'm pretty sure other people can apply this song to their own lives. And every single time I watch Moana and she gives her, gives the heart back to Tafiti. I start crying because it, it's a good song. <laughs> Props to saying Tafiti, right? Boy, that's oof, that's a good one. Moana was hard enough on her own. <laughs> Pretty good. All right, new question: Moana versus was it Lilo and Stitch? Which is the better Hawaiian movie? Ah, Do you know uh, that was hard because, like, okay, Lilo and Stitch is like my childhood. Moana is like adulthood, but. I do like Lilo and Stitch because they all had the they had like that TV show too, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good show. Ah, yeah. so I, I would have to say Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, what do you think, Sarah? Which one are you going with on that? Uh, one? That one's hard because Moana the soundtrack is phenomenal. Like, yes, <laughs> I love "You're Welcome" and I like like the, that last song. It does pull on the heartstrings. I'm going to go with, and my husband will kill me for this because he's yeah, a yeah. big Stitch fan. I'm going to go with Moana. Oh, Lila really? was Man. whiny. Like, she was very whiny. But I like, would say that the collective cast of Lilo and Stitch is better than the collective yes. cast of Moana. I mean, as awesome as The Rock was. But, you know. And yes. then, uh, I, I really like the Lilo and Stitch music. I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, when I first watched it, I watched it and then I watched it right away at the same time again, right afterwards. At Diana's house it was the very first time I've seen this movie at your mm -hmm. parents' house. I was in high school. I don't, I think it was one of those days where I don't know, I don't know why I was there. But yeah, I was watching Diana. Which one is your favorite, Moana versus Lilo and Stitch? I am gonna go Moana. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm I so love, on the outside. <laughs> I love the storyline, but I also, for me, um, my kids are a little bit older mm -hmm. and watching Chesney watch Moana is a different mm. feeling than watching Chesney watch Lilo and Stitch. 
And so for me, I think that's it. I remember three or four year old Chesney like singing wherever we went, how far I'll go or reciting the lines to the movie. And, um, and for me, like that's, that's a big memory. Um, I think the, the music was great. I think the storyline was great. Um, so for me, I'm going to definitely go Moana. Yeah. You're, you're a mother of a wide range of, of ages, right? How do you choose the best movie, Disney or not, for your kids? Well, I choose which one I want to watch. And then nice. I allow them <laughs> the opportunity to watch it with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, kids, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I, we all love Disney, which makes it really easy. And um, the older kids normally know when a movie's coming out. So what we run into is like, we're also a blended family. So mm-hmm. sometimes they want to watch, you know, oh, we had plans to watch this movie at our other house. So we that's where we run into like a disconnect because like I've also been waiting to watch it. Um, but outside of that, like we're all Disney fanatics. So, I mean, they'll watch almost anything Disney with me. Chesney actually thinks at some point she's going to be on the podcast. So any movie I'm watching, if she knows it's for the podcast, she's like, Mom, when are you when are you uh, watching it? Because I need to tell you what I think. Because you need to let everyone know how I feel. So it's super easy right now to get him to watch what anything. What if we have a segment at the end of every episode and we'll even have its own little transition music called like Chesney's Corner and she gives yeah. her opinion. She doesn't have, you could like write it down or she could say it, I don't care the way. But then we like Chesney's opinion and she's like, Snow White sucks, you know. Whatever. <laughs> she would cry happy tears. There you go. She, Make it happen, uh, Captain. That's on your side. I just got to do the editing. You got to do the hard part. Yeah, I, that's the easy part. I just have to be like, hey, Chesney, come here. Tell them what you thought. And she's going to be like, I'm famous? I'll tell them. Even if you pre-record it, like before you record anything else, whatever, we'll add it in. Uh, absolutely. We'll just, I can do that. We'll just add it to the podcast. That's going to be fun. Perfect. <laughs> Sarah, what do you think is the most uh, inspirational Disney film that you're looking forward to uh, showing your kids as they grow up? I'm going to have to go with Princess and the Frog. Oh, nice. That's a good one. I loved, I am a mother of girls. Mm-hmm. And so I loved um, how hard her work ethic was. Granted, like she had to find that balance of, you know, working really hard to achieve your dreams and then also enjoying the life you have at the same time. So finding that balance and not letting anyone deter, deter you to finding that balance and also um i think it's just a fun movie to watch as well and i think it was it's an iconic movie in its own down to the cast down to um the soundtrack everything about that movie i think was absolutely great yeah yeah and i think it's gonna its own series too so you're gonna have a lot more uh content coming your way that'll be really good i can't wait (laughs) so why did you want to start this podcast I think it's just, honestly, I talk to my kids all day and that's fun. Or I do, you know, work and I'm always on to give to other people. And I wanted to do something for me and like sit, hang out with the girls, probably drink. We don't know. That's up to, you know, what's in my cup is in my own cup. Um, But just like, let's talk about what Disney did for us as children and bring and what it's doing for us in our lives now. Cause it's clearly, like you said, it's a legacy 
and it's transcending generations. So how do we keep that alive? Have fun and probably make very inappropriate jokes at the same time. So it's a great outlet for that. Do you think that parents should listen to this podcast with their kids? Absolutely not. There you go. Just double check. There are some words unless unless you're totally okay with colorful language. Um, if you are totally, we make some inappropriate jokes, which I so offhand for me. Um, <laughs> I do not think, I think it's just fun. Curl up, do, you know, or as you're doing the dishes or the laundry, pop your headphones in and just listen to the podcast and laugh and maybe agree or disagree or say, Hey, Sarah's just acting a little too out of pocket today. Who knows? But I think it's just fun to, you know, at least get the conversation going around Disney movies. Yeah, it's always a good Disney. It's always a good conversation starter. Anyways, mm-hmm. you know, Disney movies. Uh, Susan, what are your goals? What are your plans for this podcast? What are you trying to get out of it? As a mom, you give up, like Sarah was saying, you give up so much, right? And I'm a new mom and I'm trying to figure out who I am as a mom now, right? And starting this podcast I feel like has kind of helped me figure out my likes and dislikes again because I'm not in the give mode anymore. Um, So I think through this podcast, I want to be able to rediscover who I am in the sense of like my my likes and dislikes, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Any any version of exploring yourself, even if it's through Disney movies, is an expression of who you are. Yeah, Yeah. that's perfect. Really good. Diana, what is that dream interview? Say you guys are like, you know, you could pick anybody out of the Disney catalog, any artist, any writer, anything. We're going to ask all of you guys. We'll start with Diana, though. Who's that dream interview for this podcast? Thank you, really, are putting me on the spot right now. Walt's Um, off the table, obviously. We can't defrost him. What about the Prince of the Bulge? (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's a good point. Um, dream interview. If I had to dream interview, and I'm sure this, I'll have a better answer when I really have time to think about it and I'm not really on the of spot. Course. But, um, <laughs> those are less fun. I think the first Disney movie I recall making a huge impact on any of my kids was Toy Story. Yeah. And so if I could dream interview anyone, it would be, uh, Woody and Buzz. It would be, uh, Tim Allen Tim and Allen Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I think it would be those two, and I would uh, really. I just, it just the chemistry was so good in the movie, and it was the first movie that my son really grasped. And it was years of this movie for him. It wasn't short lived. He didn't move on to the next movie that came out. It really resonated with him, and I think you know, on the spot, that would be my interview. Yeah. There is really good chemistry between this. As people, they're not necessarily similar in any way, but you could feel the chemistry between the two of them when they're when they hear their voices. I would assume that's on set as well. I would like to hear from them in yeah. recording booths and stuff like that. What do they like together? That'd be very I interesting. Think it would be interesting to hear. Yeah, Sarah, who in the Disney Library are you chatting with? <sighs> I okay, so I know where I would be chatting with them. <laughs> Club thirty three. Okay. Oh no. I mean, I would do a Starbucks, but Club 33 just as an excuse to get in. Um, But I'm looking up his his name right now, but he is a cast member who was an engineer or Imagineer. um, And I'm 
totally blanking a Maynard Smith. And so he, uh, Maynard Smith, and he was an Imagineer, retired, Tiki Room, and he is totally, he's actually retiring this year. Um, But he was, is totally okay with getting to the grass, or like the roots of Disney, and just being a cast member and enjoying what Disney is all about. And I think what's really awesome about that is Walt himself would go and walk the parks and interact with the guests and the children and see that joy firsthand. So I think it would be really yeah. cool because he was on both sides of Disney in the background and then he was in the forefront. So since you're asking me on the spot and I had to think of a name, he was the first that came to my mind. That's a good one. I never would have even, I didn't know about Maynard and now I'm interested in learning more about him. That's pretty cool. I just, I just read about him this week. Really? Yeah. Damn, maybe yeah. we could do, hmm, I'll have to do like a special about him so or something like that. So I actually saw him in person, but like, it's kind of one of those, like he was the greeter at the Tiki Room when I walked by and I was like, oh my God, that's Maynard. But then I was like, I can't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, who are you pulling aside to have a chat with? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Y'all had like in-depth answers. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to talk to Jeannie. <laughs> Well, don't we Ro- all? Uh, Robin yeah. Williams. Yes, yeah, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah, I definitely oh want to talk to Will Smith. Definitely not now. <laughs> not, I'm all, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. Too That's soon. a hard slap of a no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the we're original this close genie. to watching Chris Rock this week, guys. This freaking close. Oh, man. <laughs> we were going to buy tickets. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I just really liked his character in... Yeah. In, in the movie Aladdin. And I love Robin Williams as an actor. Like, yeah. he is phenomenal. So. when It's amazing how when Robin Williams is passed, and also the same thing for John Candy, same thing happened with John Candy. Uh, they're celebrities. I never met them in real life, but man, it hits you emotionally in, in a way. Like, mm-hmm. something about that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, that was going to be my pick, but Frank had mentioned we can't do Walt Disney. So that's why I didn't yeah, say Robin but- Williams, because he's also good. But. <laughs> He would have been my pick because he just that was probably the yeah. first celebrity death that happened that I was like devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh we all, you know, all your husbands play World of War well, not you know, all your husbands <laughs> play World of Warcraft. <laughs> and there's actually like a uh monument to Robin Williams in game as Genie. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. Yeah, you can go that. to it and talk to it and he'll say lines from movies and stuff like that. It's pretty oh. neat. That's awesome. Yeah. So Obviously, you guys are talking about, you know, motherhood and Disney and all that kind of stuff. Um, you guys got to be Disneyland fans. I know we've already been talking about it a little bit. Do you take the kids in your dream situation? Do you take the kids? Or are you going without them? Uh, Diane, I think you already got a good reaction to this. What's going mm-hmm. on? So listen, here's the thing. My dream trip would be to bring my four <laughs> children who don't cry and whine and throw fits to Disneyland with me so they can already enjoy a dream. it from, from open to close like I do. That is my dream trip. Unfortunately, that is not reality. That's a Disney so, mom right there. My last couple trips have been without kids and my next couple trips are going to be without kids. But uh, my soon-to-be husband and I are planning a trip hopefully next year that we are going to tough it out and bring all these kids and and hopefully we get through it without crying. Otherwise, they are all banned. <laughs> I'll show I'll, I'll I'll show you where the bars are at Disney and at uh, Disneyland at California Adventures. Me and Miguel would like go 
basically back and forth between the two parks, just grabbing beer and bring it to the next one. Someone was <laughs> like, are we getting a park <laughs> hopper? I was like, we are getting a park hopper. We absolutely yeah. are. Isn't Sammy that, the one that, that bans Wolfram. kids? Yeah, my brother Sammy, if you're crying, he'll literally, he'll turn around and just like, banned, banned, banned. <laughs> so then when we took our own kids this past trip, it was like that moment where like, oh my God, we have to, we have to ban our children. They... <laughs> so, you know, our kids sat outside Disney just at the gates and we said, wow, you should really find your parents. <laughs> I'll bring you a corn dog. <laughs> Heck yeah. Would you, would you typically want to bring the kids or would you rather just kind of go by yourselves? Um, so I'm, I'm a little torn cause we are kind of doing a half C of this trip because I, I'm on the other spectrum of Diana where, uh, my children are younger once mm-hmm. three months. So, I mean, all she's going to do is cry and eat and sleep like, and I, you know, walk around with her food as the human dairy farm. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my other one is two years old. And so she's still like. She the way she lights up when she sees the characters because we took her a few months ago. It's just ah, oh, it warms my cold stone heart like melts it. But then at the same time, my husband and I are basically a family trip coming up soon. We are doing one day with the kids, and then we brought grandma and grandma, grandma and grandpa along, and they are going to watch the kids the next day so that we can do a day just my husband and I which we used to do pre-kids and like really get to have fun. And the past four times we've been to Disneyland, I've been pregnant, so I haven't been able to ride the good rides and I haven't been able to drink. So you know that day, this girl going to be on all the rides drunk. Oh, Space Mountain. Ooh, that's, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> support this message. I, Sarah, that, the first day, Sarah's going to have like a baby on her arm. The second day, she's going to have one of those old beer hats that have like the two beers on each side. In line for Space Mountain. So. <laughs> Drink on both sides that straws. I hope so. While, while I have my breast pump in too. So it's all the beer hat and my breast pump going. Oh, God. <laughs> and tell Grandma and Grandpa to wait outside the gate so I can just put my hand through, hand them the breast milk, and walk off. <laughs> through, That's the way to do it. Fences. I won't even go outside the gate. I'll just put my little hoof, my little hand through. <laughs> now, Susan, for Marco, he's quite young. Would you consider bringing him, or are you trying to wait? Um, I don't know. Like, okay, Marco, he can identify obviously like people and objects, right? So, like, I think he would definitely enjoy, you know, meeting certain cast members that he would recognize from movies, but. He's gonna hold me back when it comes to getting on these rides. So yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think. I, I think it would be no. You gotta ride with me. If you can't get on the ride, ride you can't down. hang. If you, <laughs> yeah. If you can't get on the ride, I'm sorry, dude. You, next time. So yeah. that's one of the best things with with Brody. Uh, he was like ready to go on all the hardcore rides. So and there was sometimes you just wanted to loop him. Was like, yeah, I'll do that as long as we're on a ride. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so we went on like the Grizzly in California Adventures, the the rafting one. Mm-hmm. We just and there was like no line because we were going in November. And so we would just like loop that thing like ten times, just get off and get right back on it. And he was so excited, and it was like, heck yeah, this is the best. He awesome. was just the right age to just be enjoying everything and uh, not hold us back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was terrible afterwards. Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> that's, hypo- that's what it's all about. A small case of hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. This is fine. Let's be honest. Nobody's comfortable at Disneyland. That's not what's... <laughs> We're all walking way too damn much, first of all. <laughs> but yeah. 
Oh, man. All right, so let's wrap things up with uh, the pitch. Why should people listen to this new podcast? Susan, we're going to start with you. You should listen to this podcast because we are moms that are going to be unfiltered, truthful, and let's just be nostalgic and talk about the good times and the good times that are now present, right? So come hang with us. Yeah. What, what are you telling the folks at home, Diana? Um, I think that we, as moms, need to support other moms. And we're just here having a good time. And I know tons of moms who need to take some time for themselves and some self-care. So get in your bubble bath, put your earpods in, get your glass of wine, and laugh with me. I think that's what we need. Support each other. That's perfect. And Sarah, what, what, what are you telling the folks? Um, I don't think there's much more I can add that these two haven't beautifully said, but just come and have fun with us. You know that you're probably sitting in the room and the kids are watching Cocomelon on repeat. So put in your damn ear pods, turn that like tune that shit out. They're going to be fine because they're zombies on this, like looking <laughs> at the screen and just <laughs> listen to us and come and laugh. There you go, guys. Come on over. Laugh at the Disney moms gone wrong. It's a very bright album art. You guys will catch it. It's definitely definitely easy to see. Uh, we'll have the links to it in the description, of course. And it's on our website and all the information about these three wonderful hosts. Thank you guys for joining me. And we'll see you guys us. next week. Yeah. yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. And then stop. <laughs>